Hey guys, welcome to the Manhood Experience Podcast. On this show, we're on a quest to seek out the truth about what it means to be a man, and then be that man. I'm Jeremy, and this is Episode 7, From Dad to the Newlyweds. So, my daughter is getting married this week. It's going to be a beautiful event, and my wife and I are praying blessings over this wonderful couple. Blessings on their lives individually, and now together as they promise to one another to be partners for the rest of their lives. I have so many thoughts going through my head. What should I be telling them? What kind of wisdom should I be pouring into them so they have the best chances of surviving as a couple? Also, there's those thoughts of, How can I possibly be old enough to have a daughter getting married? And you know what that means? The possibility that grandchildren might not be that far away. I'm not sure if I'm ready to be Papa or Granddad or whatever name they might come up with. So what is my advice for my daughter and soon-to-be son-in-law? What have I learned about marriage in my own life with my wife of 27 years? I've tried to write some things down in the last few weeks of things I wanted to share with them. It's by no means a a list that encompasses everything. I know I've left important stuff out. And there will be things that they have to learn on their own and situations that will be unique to their own journey. So here it is. I want to share these things with you, my daughter and my son-in-law. First, I want to say how proud I am of the people you've become. You have grown into smart, considerate, beautiful people. You've already shown how you can live and thrive in this world. And I have every confidence that you will continue to grow as individuals and with each other. Son, (laughs) and I'm just going to say son from now on, at least in this podcast. Son-in-law just sounds too formal. And I've never really had a chance to say son in any real context, seeing as I have three daughters. Anyway, son, I remember back when you two were in high school. I took you out to the front porch of our house and talked to you about how our daughter was a precious treasure to us and that I expected you to treat her as that precious treasure. I'm so glad to see how you have done just that. You have loved and encouraged her, protected her, and brought her joy. Thank you. I'm so glad to have you as part of my family now, and to call you son. Daughter, you have always been and continue to be a precious treasure to your mom and I. It has been my greatest joy to be your dad, to see you and your sisters grow, and your personalities emerge. You are a beautiful human being inside and out. I can't wait to see the wonderful force that you and your new husband will be in the world around you. So, on to the so-called wisdom that I have for you. To me, as a husband, Marriage is about loving your spouse in a way which makes life better for the both of you. Sometimes this means leading out and being a trailblazer. Other times, it's just sitting down and hashing through a problem together. Then there are those times that you just sit back and bask in the glory of how amazing she is. Her intelligence, her abilities, and of course, her beauty. Having a spouse means having someone you sacrifice for, give everything for, even your very life. You will put everything on the line for her, and she will do the same for you. Do men and women have different roles in marriage? Absolutely. I don't see men birthing babies, or nursing them, or having the instincts of a mother. 
Oh, I know some wonderful fathers. I hope I'm counted among them. But there's some things that we as men are just not equipped to do. But there are things we should be doing. As a husband, and maybe later a father, you need to be standing up for the protection and provision of your family. Now, I know there are plenty of couples in which the wife makes more money than the husband. That's absolutely fine, and I'm not necessarily speaking about financial things at this point. But as the husband, make her feel that you are a place of safety, that your home is a place of safety, that you care for her well-being physically and emotionally and spiritually. This means being aware of her needs. Sometimes she'll tell you. Sometimes you'll need to ask. She may want you to fix something. If that's the case, do it. But there are times that she just wants you to listen and hear her heart. So turn off the game, turn off the TV, turn off thinking about the issues at work or elsewhere, and tune in to her and stay tuned in because she will be able to tell the moment that you disengage. Son, always try to make your bride feel beautiful and do it sincerely. It's said that the female form is one of God's most exquisite works of art. Make her feel like the masterpiece that she is. Revel in her presence, in private, of course, but also for all to see. Let the world around you know how you find delight in her. Daughter, I can really only speak for myself, but I'm pretty sure there's a whole lot of guys out there like me in what I'm about to say. As a man, I feel most loved and proud to be a husband, when I feel honored and recognized for what I have done for my wife and our family. So affirming those things that he does for you, that you appreciate, will most likely lead to more of those things happening. Men also feel loved through physical touch and sex. Insert rolled eyes and a duh here. (laughs) I'm not sure why God made men and women so different when it comes to sex, but he did. I'm talking in broad generalities and stereotypes here, but... There are generalities and stereotypes for a reason. There will also always be exceptions to the rule. But from what I've seen and experienced, men want to have sex with their wives to show love and feel loved and close, and sometimes just because it feels good. On the other hand, women often need to feel loved and feel close to their husbands in other ways before they are inclined to want sex. So we're each viewing sex from opposite angles. So, talk about it with each other. Talk about sex with each other. Let each other know about your desires and needs and expectations. When these are expressed out loud to one another, it becomes much easier to navigate the differences and to enjoy each other better. Do this early in your marriage. Often couples go into marriage thinking these things should just work out naturally. They do sometimes, but more often they don't. They have to be worked on and practiced. That's the beautiful thing about a long marriage, getting to know each other deeply like no one else does. I'm really glad I'm not looking into your faces at this point, but these are things that I want you to know. Learn each other's bodies. Men are usually pretty easy. Pull lever A and most likely you'll get the response you're looking for every time. But I wish there was an instruction manual for the female body and the desires of a woman. She's a beautiful mystery. Also know that the rules seem to change for her with every encounter. What worked one time may not work the very next time. So study your wife. Learn from her what she likes. Be in tune with the cues she gives you. This will probably be the best study time you've ever had. 
Sex is a beautiful and wonderful gift that God created for a husband and wife. It is to be protected and guarded, to stay between the two of you. In this way, this gift can flourish and be explored and experienced with great freedom. Daughter, your husband will probably not know what you are thinking most of the time. We as a group of men just don't have the emotional radar that most women have. Share with him what you're thinking and why you're thinking it. If you want help with something, tell him and be specific. If you want a quiet weekend at home instead of asking all the friends over, let him know. Don't fall into the trap of thinking, well, he should know what I want. He does know you and he knows you well, but he can't read your mind. Oh, and here's something that I've seen happen a lot between couples. If you tell him you don't want his help with something, he will find something else to do. He's not going to know that this time you really did want his help, but you just wanted him to figure it out on his own. That almost never works. Know that you both will always be welcome in our home. I know his family feels the same, but your real home is with each other now. When your mom and I were first married, we lived in Southern California. My parents lived in Alaska, and her parents lived in South Carolina. Needless to say, we had our privacy and were kind of forced to depend on each other. You are going to live in the same city as us and your sisters, at least for a while anyway. As I just said, you will always be welcome with us, but we also want you to build your own life and home together as a couple. We want to give you your space and your privacy. So call us anytime. We want to be a source of help and wisdom, (laughs) at least as much as we can. But as you start this journey of marriage, I expect that every once in a while, you two will have disagreements, and some may become pretty heated. At those times, we're not going to take sides, and we'll probably need to give you your space to figure things out on your own. And you will figure them out, I'm sure. Which leads me to address the way you talk about each other in public and to your friends. You should always protect your, your spouse with your words, and you should always feel safe in the words of your spouse. Oh, there will be times you need to be able to confide in a friend and, and maybe complain about something that's happened, but make it a habit to build each other up, not tear each other down. You're a team now, more than a team. You're, you are one, so when you drag the other down, you're degrading the both of you. Lastly, I want to talk to you just a minute about spiritual things. If both of you are seeking after God and His goodness, you will inevitably come closer together and be good to each other as well. I encourage you to find a church, a community of people who believe in God as you do. In this community, you can find peers that are at the same stage of life as you. You'll find great encouragement from them and hopefully a place of belonging. And I hope you will also have friends that are a bit older than you as well, Uh, There are a few steps ahead of you in life. These people can help you through hard times, through grief, through the joy of having children, and just warn you of the things to come. Find a church where you find this community and encouragement for yourselves, but also make it a place where you give, where you pour your life into others and encourage them as well. It needs to be a place that teaches the truths of the Bible, and the worship of God that takes place inspires you to see Him more clearly. I am so excited to see what kind of life the two of you are going to build together. 
May God bless you with joy and peace as you join together as husband and wife. I just tremble thinking of you, God's gift to me. Knowing deep within my soul, I marry my friend. So this to you I vow and promise all of my life with the love only God can send. You have stolen my heart with a glance of your eyes, and now all that I am is forever by your side. I've dreamed of this day, of this hour, my soul's longed a lifetime to see. The face of my bride, my desire, the one I die for, who makes me complete. And now you stand before me today. And I thank God as I pray that you are God's miracle to me. so dear for all the world to hear I'll sing of this union divine God looked forward to the day to bring this miracle my way He rejoiced of our love since the beginning of time more than any song more than All right, guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Manhood Experience Podcast and for indulging me a little bit as I talk to my own family. If what you've heard has been helpful, please like the podcast, subscribe to it, and share it with others. Also, follow Manhood Experience on Instagram and Facebook. All this will help grow this community of men, encouraging other men to be stronger, more authentic, more significant, better connected, and just plain better men. The awesome music you've heard throughout the podcast is by Denver Beerman and his band, Denver and the Mile High Orchestra. Go look them up. I hope you'll join us next time 
Until then, get out there and gain some manhood experience.